You're listening to the Shamelessly Feminine Podcast, the place for the kick-ass woman who needs a kick in the ass. Your host, Jen Rosenbaum, is giving you the tools to shed shame and live the biggest life possible. So kick off your heels, get comfy, and get ready to be the boss of your life. Hey guys, welcome to the Shamelessly Feminine Podcast. I am back this week with my co-host, Lauren Trantham. Hi, Lauren. How are you? I'm good. And you? (laughs) I'm good. Lauren always says the best things when we're not recording. It kills me. (laughs) We were just talking about sleep and how we don't get enough sleep. And then she, can you tell me what you, can you tell that you told me? I've been really tired this week from my big charity event that I know we talked about before. And uh, this morning I actually put my oatmeal in my coffee cup and then I called it yogurt. And I was like, oh my God, I just put yogurt in my coffee cup. (laughs) It was oatmeal. (laughs) I was like, oh, I'm a mess. (laughs) You know how many times I find things like in the fridge that belong in the pantry and vice versa? (laughs) Right. What is with that? Yeah. Sleep is a thing. I don't, I don't sleep that much either. It's, you know, it's funny because insomnia, like for me, it comes in waves and when it comes in those waves, I don't fight it. Like I kind of give into it because I love that time actually when I'm not sleeping and I get to think and it's quiet and nobody's writing or, or I write emails because then nobody could write back. So you finally get a chance to catch up, but it's like, it's such a good time to like, be quiet and in the dark. And, you know, I don't ever really get up and do stuff besides emailing from my phone, because I feel like if I am tired and I want to go back to sleep, I could just do it pretty easily. But, um, I love the quiet and the solitude of the night like that. So I find that when like the insomnia hits, I'm like, okay, there's a reason for it right now. I kind of need it, but it's hard to function during the day. Yeah. Well, I agree with you. I'm getting to have like a pretty nice relationship with my insomnia as well. But for a long time, the the insomnia was rooted in anxiety. So it was literally awful because I wasn't just like, oh, I'm awake. It was like, oh, I'm awake. And I'm like filled with dread. <laughs> like, I that's have no idea what sleep. you're talking about. <laughs> oh, wait, that was like, last night. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> so yes, I love insomnia when it's like super peaceful. <laughs> yeah. But usually I'm awake because I'm upset about something or I'm mulling over something. So... I wonder, like we need to do, I mean, I've done episodes with people for like meditation and mindfulness and shutting off your brain. And actually I'm doing um, a retreat early June. I don't know when this is going to air. I might've already done it, but early June, I'm doing a retreat with Corey Muscara. And if you guys haven't checked out the podcast I did with him, he's awesome. So I'm going to go for um, a two and a half day retreat with him, but I'm like a little terrified (laughs) because there's so much going on in my life right now. Some of which I've been public about and some of which I haven't been public about. There's just so much. It's like almost like I really don't even know how I'm standing right now. Right? Like there's so much going on and I'm choosing to spend three days in, in like meditation and silence, like who does that? Right. I mean, it's the time that you need it the most, right? But it's going to be like a fucked up experience. I'm pretty sure. It's going to be tough. So I'm kind of in a similar boat where I'm not doing meditation, but next week I'm going to a five-day retreat and I have decided to unplug. Mm. And I've never really done that. Like I'm going to delete all my apps and I'm going to like shut off my email because it's a personal growth workshop and I want to be really in it. And I'm like kind of scared. I'm like, what am I what am I going to do with myself if I can't be social with, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. We're, we're, and surrounded in a way with the people that you know and love and, and sort of, but that's like, you know, I guess for me, I feel like that's really what changes you, right? When you take yourself out of the comfort zone. 
Yeah, that's why I'm doing it. I'm pretty excited, actually. It's like nervous excited. Yeah, five days is a long <laughs> is a long retreat too. It's that's a long a lot, retreat. That's a lot of yes. thinking about yourself. <laughs> yeah, and it's intense. Like so, it's like mind, body, spirit. So so it's in Fort Lauderdale, and they make us wake up to to go to a workout on the beach at seven a.m which like to do yoga and stuff. So if you know me, which you do, like, I don't like sand. <laughs> I'm like, I don't like to go to the beach because sand. <laughs> yeah, but they're gonna, I, aren't they going to have like mats or something? I don't know. And they're also like, like I have to work out, like do yoga on the sand. Oh I'm like, God. this sounds amazing. Like sign me up right now. <laughs> I'm like, is it too late to back out? <laughs> it's so funny. No, I'm really of excited. The, of all the like soul searching that you're going to be doing, the one thing that's stopping you from going is sand on the beach. Sand, definitely. <laughs> I'm like, can I bring my motorcycle boots? <laughs> <laughs> we do yoga in motorcycle boots. Yeah. Oh. No, I'm excited. But yeah, so we'll be like in the same boat. Yeah. So I'm going with my best friend, like... She, it's funny how like the universe, it works in these ways. Cause like I got the email about the retreat and I was like, I should go on this, but instead I'm going to delete the email because (laughs) if if I see the email, I'm going to want to go. So I'm just going to delete the email, which I did. Then like two days later, a friend of mine wrote a text message to a bunch of of our friends and was like, is anybody going to the Corey retreat in June? And I was like, I'm just going to delete this text message. (laughs) I can't deal. So I was talking to my best friend about something and I was like, oh, have you, you know, about meditation or something? And I said, oh, did you ever listen to the podcast I did with Corey Muscara? It's amazing. You should listen to it. And then she, she writes back like, Two hours later, we're going to the retreat. And I was like, Fuck, I can't get out of this thing. You know, I, it keeps finding me. <laughs> so uh, like, I guess I'm going. So I, but I am excited about it now that I've kind of, you know, accepted that I'm going. <laughs> so are you going to unplug? Like, are you going to, I mean, no, you can't I'm just gonna, leave your phone because you have kids and stuff. But right. Like, that's what I was going to say. I'm in a different position because I have kids, but um, I, yeah, I would like to. Well, I'm definitely going to keep, like, I'm going to have my phone. I'm not, like, not going to, like. <laughs> You're like, let's not go crazy. Wait, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have my phone with me because, like, I'm going to need to take pictures. <laughs> well, I, it's so funny that you said that because I was just thinking, who's going to take the picture of you and doing yeah. yoga in your boots? And <laughs> Right. No, but they did. And so, like, it's you start with the exercise and you do the retreat. And then at night, you actually, they have you grow, go out in groups to, like, go out. And so like, they recommend that you bring like some fancy dresses. So I bought like a little black dress yesterday and I was like, who's going to put this on Instagram for me? Obviously. And so is this like an all women's or is it mixed? It is a women's women's retreat. So it's called the high value woman, high value woman. And it's run by a dude. It's run by a dude. (laughs) And (laughs) I'm like really big about this because it's kind of, I'm kind of embarrassed. Like what? (laughs) You don't have, you know, you don't have to say, and maybe afterwards you want to share your experience a little bit more. Okay. 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 We'll just, we'll just take that pressure right off you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, so it's not a secret for you, but it's not a secret for me, but we'll discuss, we'll discuss it at a later date. But yeah, I mean, have you done a retreat like this before? I, by the way, I have zero idea what the topic really is for today's podcast, but I just think that this is a good, let's talk, maybe it's like a self-care thing because like, yeah. you know, have you done a retreat like this before? I haven't really done, I did one, I did like a mother daughter one, but I wouldn't call it a retreat. I would call it, um, I need to think of a word for what that was, not a retreat. We'll just call it not, not a, a retreat. retreat. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I've always done 
I've always gone to like workshops and stuff, like whether it's like a real estate workshop or um, photography workshops. Um, and I'm, I'm really into getting away from home for several days to learn something from an expert. So mm-hmm. I've done, I try to do one a year or if I don't, then I'll, I'll like drop some big bucks on like a, on a business coach or something. So it's really important for me. And actually my family, we do this at the beginning of each year, we sit down and we talk about what personal development things we're going to invest in. Mm. So, um, I mean, specifically like this, I don't think I've done, well, I know I haven't done one like this, but I'm not <laughs> going to tell you what it is. So, <laughs> so what, Okay. Yeah. So let me ask you a question and maybe you can answer it. Maybe you can. That's cool. Since we're being slightly vague about <laughs> what kind of, it's not like a crazy, like, I'm I'm just thinking what people are thinking right now. Like she's going to like some tantric sex weed workshop or something. It's not anything like that, but it's a it's a very grounded workshop, but uh or retreat. But I'm curious what how do you like what drew you to a retreat or like how did you know you were ready for it or like what was going on in your life that you're like, hmm, you know what, I need to take myself out of my life right now. Because there is, I see this with photography all the time when I teach workshops and you know, when I try even when I travel there is a different expectation on you when you are outside your own area. When you're with people you don't necessarily know, you can be a little bit more open. You can be, you know, like this is why for me, I'm comfortable going with my best friend to this retreat because she knows everything about me. She's like the girl that like, you know, if, if they give her truth serum, I'm dead, you know, (laughs) I'm dead. She's the ball. Right. So I trust her so I can go with her, but I am not sure I'd want to go with other people, you know? So but like what happens in your life that makes you say, you know what, I need to get out of my life right now and, and inject myself somewhere else. And what yeah, I mean, it's feeling up to that, I guess. Well, it's not like one thing. It's actually, it's an annual thing. Like I think about like, how can we, our, my family was like, how can we get next level? And what would, what are some of the things we want to address this year? So like my dad, for example, this year, he's doing a lot of tactical firearms training, mm-hmm. right? So it's like self-improvement because it's, physical fitness, it's hand-eye coordination, he's learning new skills, like it's, it's a new language. So that's, it's really doesn't matter what it is that we do. It's just something to learn something new and to grow. And so I didn't really have like a thought process of like, oh, I need to get away. It's really just part of how I live my life. Mm, I love that. Cause for me, it's exactly the opposite. I was like, get me the fuck out of my life right now. <laughs> get me yeah. out of here. I don't want to see a child. I don't want to see a husband. <laughs> I don't want to see a hospital. I just want to be alone for three days. Like just leave me alone. <laughs> you don't want to see dishes or grocery shopping? No, I don't want to pack a right. lunch. I don't want to walk a dog. Yeah. Nope. I don't want to answer an email. Oh, I'm excited for you. No, nope. and my, I mean, you know, my girlfriend's funny because she's like, "Oh, you know, it's like not very luxurious accommodations." I'm like, "I don't care. I will sleep on the floor <laughs> if there is no no responsibility for me to take care of anybody but me. I will sleep in the bathtub. I really don't even care." You're like, if Lauren has to do yoga on the sand, I can sleep in a bathtub. <laughs> this is a, a BYO BYOS retreat. Bring your own sheets. That's like how, cool. yeah, this is like super, like there are no stars That's at this hotel nice. and I'm, I'm fine with that, man. Like I, you know what? I think that sometimes when you are in like a situation like this, when you're like in a fancy hotel or something, it's like, well, this is like luxury, you know, like I don't want luxury and I want work. I want to like get real and I want to mm-hmm. freaking meditate. <laughs> I want to like suffer, you know, like, have you ever gone through a, a period in your life where you're like, I want to suffer. I want the pain right now. 
I'm there. Like I'm there. I'm very uncomfortable with the pain, but I so much want the pain because I know that I need to go through the pain to resolve whatever is going on in life. And it's like, there's part of me, it's like, I know this is going to hurt so bad, but just bring on the pain because I want that. And so part of me is like, I'm looking forward to the treat, but I also know it's going to be super painful. And that that's mm. the part of it. I think that really freaks me yeah. out. Well, that's good. Cause you get to strip away all of that stuff. One year I did, I did have that feeling I was going through, like, this is a long time ago and I was desperate to get away. And so I was actually looking online for a jungle boot camp. I was like, can I go to the Amazon somewhere? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I've never found anything though. No equivalent. Like. I have one for you. My friend Tina is doing one in Costa Rica in the jungle. Oh, in the jungle. Yeah. It's, they're yoga. probably yoga. They're probably going to do yoga. definitely though. yoga. And... <laughs> Tina also, I did a podcast with Tina also, if you guys want to listen, but she, um, she and I are, are very good friends now and not now, like we always were, but she, I didn't know her in the beginning. And I took my first yoga class with her ever, you know, my first ever yoga class was with her. So, um, and now we're, we're very friendly and, um, she was so cute the other day cause she was talking about this, this retreat that she's planning with her sister who also teaches yoga. <laughs> so you're screwed either way. Um, in Costa Rica. And like, she was like, I woke up in the middle of the night thinking, I hope there's alcohol. <laughs> like that's amazing a retreat with yoga and alcohol and there's definitely alcohol, alcohol there i'm yeah <laughs> i haven't been drinking can we talk about that for a second sure speaking of self-care i haven't really been drinking i think since january i've had like four drinks total and maybe not even maybe i've ordered four and drank two you know and it's like kind of crazy because um you know like i said i am going through so much stressful stuff but it's like, I, I didn't, I gave it up because I was like, I really want to take better care of my body. Um, but I'm finding that like, there's so much more like clarity and pain <laughs> without oh, it, but right. like, but in a good way too, you know, it's such a weird thing. And, I, and I've just been, you know, as we're talking about self-care, I've just become so acutely aware lately of how we self-medicate with lots of things, not just bad mm-hmm. things, things like exercise, our phones and shopping and you know, things that you wouldn't necessarily consider a bad thing. So I'm like becoming, since I've stopped kind of drinking, I'm becoming more acutely aware of like, well, where are the other areas that I'm looking for that? And that's also part of what I think has brought me to this retreat is, you know, figuring out ways to get centered. So I don't have to do all that stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. not that I was like, I don't want to make it sound like I was an alcoholic, not that there's anything wrong with it, but it's like, you know, I see it a lot around here, especially the moms are always like, Oh, I can't live without my wine. If I have kids, I have to drink my wine. I have to have my wine. And you know, it's become socially acceptable and it's cool. I'm not judging anybody, but like, just to have like a real moment of like, what am I doing to self-medicate, you know? Right. Yeah. I definitely self-medicate with my phone like Mm. big time. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't self-medicate with alcohol because alcohol makes me so much more emotional. (laughs) Like it doesn't numb it at all. It makes it like, (laughs) I like become the literal crier. (laughs) I'm just picturing, this is like a private joke, but I'm just picturing the Brad Matthews incident. But anyway, (laughs) when he made you cry. Oh, we can talk about that. Well, he said something really mean to me. That's why I cried. (laughs) Also vodka. <laughs> also vodka. <laughs> yeah. I'm no, glad that I we can laugh about it now, but it definitely was not funny then. Yeah. Such such a mean person, that Brad Matthews from Westcott. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. You learn a lot though. When somebody does something, when somebody says something that just triggers you in that way. Oh my God. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Wow. That was like a sore spot. I didn't even maybe know what I had. 
Yeah, because I had just kind of met him. I was like, oh, nice to meet you. You just cut me to my core. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, and also vodka. And also vodka. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, was I saying, oh, I, yeah, I can't, I can't, can't drink. Self, I can't drink and like think that I'm going to feel better. Like it doesn't work that way for me. But my phone is definitely my distraction. But that's the thing. Nobody does feel better from whatever they're self-medicating with, right? Like you don't wake up the next morning. You're like, man, I'm so glad I drank all that vodka. I feel so good. Yeah, that's true. You know, Mm -hmm. so glad I didn't sleep at all because I was throwing up all night. And uh, yeah, just yeah, bad stuff. Bad, bad stuff. Yeah. (sighs) Self-care. Well, this is this is kind of a good topic because the last couple of podcasts that we did together, I was like stressed to the max, and we did, I didn't have a solution. I was like, I don't know how to get a handle on this moment right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had my event, and like I've really come down off of it. And now it's like, oh, I can think of a million things for self care. Right, <laughs> like, maybe, it's so easy. <laughs> yeah, maybe we need to make like a journal of like self care and how we can do it before it actually gets into crisis yeah. mode. This way, we yeah. have it. You know, this is like when I compare it to like, we always drive around town and go, oh, look, there's a new restaurant. We should try this place. Oh, I'd love to go here. Oh, I'd love to go there. And then like every night you're like, what do you want for dinner? I don't know. Where do you want to yeah. go? I don't know. Like we pass places. I don't understand. So like you have to, I keep notes of like the things that I want to do. So when the opportunity arises, I have it handy, you know? So maybe it's the same thing, like kind of keeping a journal of like the things that you can do for yeah. self-care and what brings you joy. You know, I was having a conversation today also with a friend about dark thoughts and and moments. And, you know, I've obviously experienced a lot of that going through a cancer journey. And a lot of what I do for that, for example, is like, I love certain distractions. Like I create jewelry or I do photo, you know, photography or I write or, you know, art has really become, or I paint. It's become a very big therapy for me in the last year or so. Um, Also my dog, which I know we can talk about dogs forever, but you know, I really didn't want a dog. And then um, in November, my husband was like, we're getting a dog. It's happening. And then we got this dog. And I like, in some ways think he saved my life because when I do feel down or I feel dark or I'm having a bad moment and I sit down on the floor and play with that dog, there's no more bad moment. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like, this is great. Or if I can create something out of my pain, I'm like, this is beautiful. Like this is turning pain into beauty. And for me, I think a lot of that self-care has turned into artistic expression and, and I still don't even do it nearly enough as enough as I need to, but, you know, finding like positive ways of, of channeling that pain versus the negative ways is so important. Yeah, definitely. I do some poetry and stuff too. And that's, yeah, that's helpful. It's like, you have to take that pain and do something with it. And or even anxiety, I don't know, it's tough. It is tough. My girlfriend has, um, I know that you've done some of this. She's sending me um, some YouTube videos on tapping. Is it called EFT? Yes. Have you done that? I've done it and it helped immensely. But the thing with me is that like you go to a practitioner and it's called like meridian tapping. So if you guys don't know about it, you can check it out. But you like tap on different meridian points on your body, like in repetition. And then you kind of like, you say these, they're not mantras, but like you say like, so like if I'm having a stressful moment, like you start tapping on the top of your head and you just say like, I, I accept myself and like you, you do, you do positive affirmations and mm-hmm. then you do kind of like the problem. Mm-hmm. So you do a round or two where you're actually focused on the problem. And then you do like a third or fourth round where you're like kind of releasing that problem. Mm-hmm. And so I've always done it with a practitioner 
Um, and funny story, she wrote me yesterday. Her name is Maria, and she is interested in, in being a guest on your podcast. Oh, there about you this. Go. We should bring yeah. her on. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. She's, that's uh, awesome. she's from Long Island. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. She so lives funny. here in Oregon, but yeah, she's from there. And so anyways, then you do another round and you kind of release it. And it's I've had like great success with it. And then you're supposed to do it on your own. And I can never do it on my own. When I'm with her, it works beautifully. It's like so powerful. But then at night when I have the anxiety and I should be doing it, I can't find the words and I can't find... It's just like, for me, been more difficult. But yes, EFT is amazing. It's funny you say that because I... Um, and Re- and Reiki... I am... Let me start that again. I am Reiki certified. Reiki is like a healing energy that you can do with your hands. And I got certified because I wanted to help my daughter you know, through teenage traumas and, you know, my son and myself, like you can practice it on yourself, but I have such a hard time doing it on myself where I can Mm -hmm. definitely do it on others so much easier. And I can certainly accept it from somebody else very easily, but doing it on yourself is a problem. And it's like, I say to myself, okay, well, there's blocks here. Like, this is the problem. I have to release the blocks. Like which came first chicken or the egg here, you know, cause I have to release the blocks to be able to do this, but I have to do this to release the blocks. And it's like that energy I think is like, you know, when I talk about a lot about stamina and energy and like getting that back after cancer, it's not just a matter of like, how long can I stay awake and keep moving? It's like the literal like soul energy, you know, it's like a deeper level of energy. And I'm still struggling to find that sometimes. It's funny because I'm going actually today at 1130, I have an appointment with a friend of mine who does um, energy healing, <laughs> and which is huge in the Pacific Northwest, especially in my town. Like, yeah. I'm in a networking group and everybody and their grandma is an energy healer. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but she offered this thing called polarity therapy, I think it's called. And it talks about like you're in, like if your body is a battery. Right. And like you have your positive and your negative and sometimes we get off balance and that causes all of this fatigue and it, it can happen after high periods of stress. So I'm actually going today for an hour of polarity. I love <laughs> it. And I'm like, I'm so tired. I'm putting oatmeal in my coffee and calling it yogurt. Like I need help. <laughs> so in the minute she was like, I can recharge your batteries. Like literally internally, I was like, sign me up. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I love it. I'll let you know how it goes. Please do. Can she do that long distance? <laughs> she can actually. I know. She that's, does. That's, that's the thing about, thing about it, right? Like, so when we learned in Reiki, you can actually... Reiki yourself in the past. Like, think about this for one second. Oh my God. <laughs> you can, this is so fucked up. It's like amazing. It's like quantum <laughs> physics. I should have really been a quantum physicist, really. You, <laughs> not smart enough. <laughs> but I'm, I'm obsessed with it. You can go back and Reiki your younger self if you had a trauma or whatever. You can go back and Reiki your younger self to heal you. And you could also go into the future and Reiki a future event. <gasps> you're doing like a workshop or you're doing a talk or you're making toast. You can Reiki all that stuff. So it's perfect and awesome and it has good energy. Man. How powerful is that? I can Reiki you. Reiki me in the future, Jen. Right? <laughs> I'm like, I can Reiki you. You're all the way in Oregon. I could send you the power. Like when you really think about that, and some people right now are rolling their eyes and being like, Reiki flaky, I'm out of here. Where's the next <laughs> podcast? But really when you think about, a lot of this is proven scientifically about this energy. I mean, I know at Memorial Sloan Kettering, they're offering now Reiki. Like when, when patients are open, they have Reiki practitioners doing Reiki on them. Wow. You know, when they're, when they're on the operating room table, like how crazy. You just blew my dang mind. Yeah. 
It's nuts, wow. right? So like medicine is like buying into this, you know, like this mm-hmm. is real, real stuff. And one of the yeah. cool things about Reiki is when you do it, your hands get really, really warm. So if you're like, I really find when there's a connection between practitioner and I will just call it patient or subject or whatever, there's like an unbelievable amount of warmth. Like you cannot deny that, you know? No, also, you reikied me once. Yeah. Oh my God. You were in a hotel room and I was like, your hands are so hot, Jen. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Also, one of the things is like, especially when I get reiki, but I know this happens with a lot of people is that their stomach starts gurgling. It's like the energy getting into their body and it happens all the time. And it's like, I love, I like love that noise. Cause when it happens, I'm like, yeah, it's working. <laughs> That's you know, like Pachamama. Yeah. Cause when you can't feel, you can't see, you can't touch it. You're like, is this really, you know, huh? but I think like in, in this day and age, we have to realize that like a lot of therapies, we can't see, feel, touch just like you can't see stress, but you know, it's there. You yeah, know, I, I went to, uh, um, I went to an integrative doctor recently. She did like a bunch of blood work. And I think maybe I mentioned it before. I'm not sure, but you know, I really wanted to see somebody that can help me figure out like my food sensitivities and what vitamins I need to be on and check all my levels and my hormones. And my, I wanted to make sure my estrogen was low. And you know, I wanted to make sure my vitamin D was good and my thyroid was working and my heart. And like, she checks everything. It's cr- It's like a 16 page report. It's so insane. And she can read stress levels in your body based on certain chemicals. I, you know, don't ask me to explain it because I don't really know. But she, it was crazy. She was like, "Well, based on all of this, like your body's really handling your stress really well." And I like laughed because I was like, "Really?" Because like, what? But um, you know, she can read like how stress is actually affecting your body. Now you can't see stress but it has an effect on you. So why people don't believe that like positive energy has an effect on you, even though you can't see it, it doesn't make any sense. Right. Right. And to me, I think like, wow, for a doctor to tell you that your body's handling stress so well, like immediately the thought popped into my mind, that's because of your attitude. Mm. Like you're, you're like infinitely positive regardless of what's going on. And not that you don't have your dark moments, but like your overall demeanor is like, I got this kind of. So I wonder if that contributes to how your body's handling the stress as well. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure a lot of it is also like moving my body and exercise. Like, you know, because I've been having so many bone problems, I'm exercising as much as I can right now. So that always helps. Although I have an appointment at two o'clock to have somebody look at my knee injury, which we won't discuss right now. <laughs> Let's just say if it involves surgery, I will be crying my way out of that doctor's office. Um, but, you know trying to move my body as much as I can. And, you know, <laughs> sorry, I, I was looking at you, looking at somebody and I'm like, what's happening over there? Uh, but yeah, trying to move my body as much as possible. And I think that that also really helps with stress, like really listening to what your body needs. Like I haven't exercised in four days. I'm about to go out of my mind. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm going dancing tonight. Oh, if you guys haven't checked out Lauren's dancing videos, where can they do that? Uh, I don't, there's like, like no the real one location. Don't you have like on Instagram though, like a, you don't have like a, um, I do. One of my stories is dance. Yeah. Your highlights. And, yeah, yeah. My highlights. And, um, some of those videos you took <laughs> of my, of my best dressed outfit in Vegas. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. You guys should check that out. It's, it's really too funny. Yeah. Um, that's on my ride my road Instagram. I love it. I'm glad that we had this chat today. I feel better when I talk to you and I hope that everybody feels better when they listen to us talk about the real life non-topic podcast. 
<laughs> but really like to just talk about like what's going on in life because you know we all are dealing with it you know it's and and like I said as women I always say that like we keep things so close to our heart and we don't talk about like you know what's really happening and yes there was a little vagueness in this podcast but I think that after the the retreat we will probably talk about it a little bit more <laughs> yeah I, I'll see if I can admit to what I'm doing <laughs> It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Uh, You know, I've been actually, um, before we wrap up, I want to read a shine card, but I've also been debating at some point a shamelessly feminine retreat. I want to kind of put that out there and um, what what will it be? I'm not exactly sure yet, but if you're listening to this and you're interested in something like that, give me a holler or give Lauren a holler and let us know because I've really been debating maybe for 2020 putting together something that, um, will be pretty freaking badass. Yes, please. Okay. Sign me up. All right. I want to do a shine card before we go. I'm too bad. People can't see how dramatic I am when I open up the, <laughs> the box, but it makes me so happy. All right. Today's shine card. <laughs> oh, look at this. It's so funny as usual. Uh, you have a gift that only you can give the world. Oprah Winfrey. Mm. love that one you have a gift that you only you can give the world shine on people shine on so true all right lauren where can everybody find you ride my road thanks yeah yeah uh and everybody can find me at either shamelessly feminine on instagram and also in our facebook group and the podcast of course and i'm also on instagram at at jen rosenbaum Um, If you want to see my photography and my ramblings about life, uh, you can check that out there. And you guys, if you love this podcast, please, please, please share it with somebody. I just think that the stuff is too good not to be heard by people. People need this. So share it, review it, give us five stars, subscribe, and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Shamelessly Feminine Podcast. If you loved what you heard, be sure to leave a rating and review on iTunes so that more women can learn to live a badass life. To learn more about this movement, go to shamelesslyfeminine.com and join our Shamelessly Feminine Facebook group. Until next time, go out there and be the boss of your life.